0: Chapter 1. The Employee Game vs. the Business Game Of the foundational premises we'll walk through in this book, the most foundational one is this. Because you're a writer, you are a business owner. Obvious, right? So obvious that you'd probably already figured that out before you came to this book. I mean, it does have Business 101 right on the cover. And besides, if you're indie publishing anything, you're selling things into retail, and selling equals business, right? And if you're traditionally published, you're still selling things, you're just selling your stories to publishers, and that's like wholesaling, right? But it's one thing to say, of course I'm in business, and it's another to think like a business owner. That takes some education, and more than that, it takes forming new habits of thinking. Employee Thinking when you're an employee, there are a few thought patterns that are so habitual that even pointing out their existence seems a little weird. Footnote Employee thinking, as I'm about to describe it, also is common among service industry professionals. If you're selling your time for money, whether as an employee or a freelancer, some of the following is going to sound familiar. 1. You think in terms of hierarchy. When you're an employee, You're selling your time and capabilities. You get the money you need to live. Your employer gets a priority claim on your talent and attention during certain hours of the day. When your employer, or your boss, who's also an employee, says jump, you say, how high? If it's a high-pressure job, you ask, how high, after you're already on the way up. If you get conflicting instructions from two different bosses, you sort your priorities based on who has the most authority, or who can make your life most unpleasant. You work within a social system that has incentives, such as bonuses, promotion, accolades, and awards, that help guide your behavior, and when you're not reaching for an incentive of one sort or another, you tend to slack off and do just what you need to get by, at least if you're statistically average. There are exceptional workers in every field. In every way you can see, and in many ways you can't, your agency is outsourced up the hierarchy ladder because the person who writes the paychecks makes the rules. And if you want to keep getting your paychecks, you have to play by their rules. 2. You think in terms of tasks As part of the hierarchy at your workplace, you have a job description. It outlines your area of responsibility. The things outside that area aren't your problem. You might be able to help with them, and in some workplaces this is encouraged, but if something falls outside your bailiwick, your power to affect it tends to be quite limited. Inside that area of responsibility, you have tasks to perform, and you must perform them in a timely fashion so that your employer is happy with you. Whether it's empty all the garbage cans in the shop before lunchtime, or get the accounting done by the 15th so we can cut paychecks, or inspect today's batch of spot welds to make sure they'll hold under load, your daily rhythm is driven by your task lists, which are formulated either by your boss or by you in accordance with the limits of your job description. 3. You equate effort with outcome. As an employee, you mentally equate the amount of effort and or time you spend at your job with a guaranteed, reliable payout, one that the government will enforce. If you work four hours for ten bucks an hour, you get forty dollars, minus taxes, for that work next time your boss does payroll. You can set your life, your budget, your schedule, and everything else by that dollars-per-hour watch, and you do. From your rent, to your debts, to your food and entertainment and travel, to your children's college funds, to your investment and saving strategies, to your medical provisions and retirement plans, all share the dependable size of your paycheck as their conditioning factor. 4. You equate money with cash. Cash may not be the right term, but I'm not sure a right term exists for this, so I'll try to explain. Your paycheck money flows into the household accounts. From there, it gets split up to service various needs, like those I mentioned in number three. Whether you're tracking your expenses or using automated payments for your bills and savings and using the residual cash to take care of your incidentals, the basic bottom line is that the money you earn is like sunshine. It's here today, and it will be there tomorrow, so you can use today's sunshine however you want. It's okay if you spend too much time indoors or don't plant an herb garden you were planning on, because there will be more sunshine tomorrow and you can make up that lost sun time. Of course, going through the school of hard knocks teaches you some lessons about operating in the employee world. You know that jobs are less secure than they feel, so you put aside a fund to meet expenses when you're between jobs.